today. Today's show is brought to you by HeavenSentByLayla.com. That's Heaven, S-C-E-N-T, by Layla, L-A-Y-L-A.com. Heaven Sent by Layla is an assortment of candles with original scents and smells that make you feel like you're right there at the pearly gates. If you go to HeavenSentByLayla.com right now, you can get a coupon code for 10% off of a single purchase, which is great for perfect gifts. If you have a special friend, family member, or someone that you want to make feel special, Heaven Sent by Layla is where you want to go. So for scents that make sense, make sure it's Heaven Sent by Layla. Hey y'all, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Adobe Podcast. Thank y'all for showing up today. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are the bestest. You know, I've been really busy so far. You know, I've been trying to make sure my Patreon page is going, you know, consistently. Uh, that I'm making enough uh, episodes to just maintain that, you know, just to help with that notoriety so that when I'm really doing a, a big promotional push, I have a lot to really go off of. And I'm giving y'all solid content when you tune in. So thank you very much. Right now, I'm at 99 plays on Anchor. Right now, 99 plays. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, thank you so much for listening. Like, thank y'all. appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Remember, feedback is always welcome. If anything you want to tell me, anything you want to say, anything you want to comment, and comments doesn't even matter, man. Just kick it out. I'll send y'all, you know, a link on my Facebook page, and I'll post, like, something all over my site. So if you're following me, or if you need to follow me, Dodi on um, DOW3TY on Facebook, DOW3TY on IG, DOW3TY on Snapchat, DOW3TY on Patreon. <laughs> Pardon. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, I give you all the information you want. But today's episode, I like to get to it, is talking about generational wealth. Let's speak about it. How are we building it? How are we going to sustain it? And what is the future that we look forward to for our babies? So let's talk about it. All right. So um, growing up, you know, uh, in my early 20s and everything, I was getting a part of a lot of uh, um, network marketing things. Now, what the crazy thing is, is that every time you say network marketing to people back in those times, first thing they thought about was pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh, you make more money than this person. You than that person makes more money than you. They make more money off of you. They make more money off of you. And everybody knows what a pyramid scheme is, but they still go to work and clock in. That's the thing that always got me. Everybody talks so heavily about pyramid scheme, but everybody still went to work though. <laughs> so somebody's making more money than that person. Somebody's making more money than that person. And the person that's the manager, they're managing somebody else's money. <laughs> so <laughs> if we're going to speak about pyramid schemes, let's first look at, look at our job descriptions. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's talk about it though. Generational wealth. You know, and um, back in those times, you know, as I said, I did network marketing. I did Momentous. You know, Big Bro uh, Q, you know, he helped get me in Momentous and everything. Like, uh, right now, uh, he's doing, oh, man, he's doing it big right now. Big shout out to Big Bro, Big Bro-in-law, Terrence. You know what I'm saying? I call him Q because, you know, it's, it's, I just used to call him Q. Don't, don't, don't criticize me on this. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, but you know, he's uh he's actually helped inspire a lot of my push for wanting to build that for me and my babies. You know, I, I got to tell y'all something. When you witness people that are close to you, literally with their arms reach of you, start you know taking moves forward. You know, in their lives, and you know, it's inspiring as hell. 
Because they can be any of you. You know what I'm saying? There's steps to taking anything, but you got to have that drive. You got to have that push. You got to be able to say, this is where my focus is and this is where I'm going to center it on. Everything else is nothing. You got to gain this a tunnel vision clarity that you have to gain for yourself. And I think that when building generational wealth, that's oftentimes why sometimes you may not always see people that you love or want to hang out with. And it's like, no, I'm building generational wealth. Give us a, give us some time. Give us, give us some time. Then when we link back up, we can talk about all of this stuff and just hang out and drinks and, you know, and everything like that. But we got lives to go back to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it becomes a, it becomes a thing that I think that after a certain point, I think people that become, you know, set on that aspect of life, generational wealth for, you know, gener you know, ones that's not going, you know, be able to understand, you know, these times at this time, the ones that's going to be here in the future, it's like you're building that future for, you know what I'm saying? So I, it just, it really, it does something to you, you know what I'm saying? When you really focus on that, because I mean, think about it. We've all had, you know, people in our lives that one minute tell us, Hey, uh, you can be anything you want to be. Oh, well, I want to be skateboarder. Oh, there's better things than that. Motherfucker, you just told me I could be anything I wanted to be. <laughs> it was like, oh, I want to be a professional gamer. That's not a fucking career. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then, you know what I'm saying? We live in these times now, and it's totally a fucking career. <laughs> so, like, you know, it becomes a thing where you say to yourself, like, there, you literally can be anything you want to be. You know what I'm saying? But I think that after a certain point, when you go back and forth with these running the middle jobs, you know, when it starts to feel like, like there's a meme on Facebook and it says, right, how it feels when you get off a break at work. There's a meme where on the meme and shit, it, they show prison workers going back, you know what I'm saying, to themselves. Like, and that's, I gotta be honest, that's what that shit feels like, man. Like, it feels like it is so uniform. It is so institutionalized that it you don't there there's you can get comfortable at your job, but there's you know there's a certain level of comfort you can't have at your job, and that everybody who's ever worked you know what I'm saying a nine to five knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like you can know what I'm saying, <laughs> you can say hey what the fuck is up to a manager when you get used to them and everything like that, but you can't say hey what the fuck are you doing to a manager when you get used to. <laughs> Right, you know, doesn't matter how cool y'all, <laughs> especially not at the fucking place, you know what I'm saying, like, but you know what I'm saying, like, it gets to a point where, like, even within myself, like, I've always wanted to do ODC, you know what I'm saying, I've always wanted to just try to focus on a, a certain narrative goal, you know what I'm saying, for me and the kids, you know, and I think that every single parent, you know, worth an ounce of oxygen in their lungs, feels like their kids are the reason why they are still here. You know what I'm saying? Their kids give them a better, you know, gift of, you know what I'm saying, appreciating life. You know what I'm saying? And when you're inspired to that degree, you want to be able to build for them. And then you know they're going, you know, when they have babies, you want to build for them. And then those babies can have something built for them. It becomes a thing where you cannot be selfish anymore. You know, a lot of us have parents that, Instead of parents say, well, you, you better get motherfucking, uh, motherfucking good insurance, you motherfucking, and shit, because, uh, I tell them, you know what I'm saying, and make sure that, you know, you're to get through shit, and what kind of benefits they got? You know, you, you know, we all got fucking parents to talk like that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I will say that 
in those instances, you still have to know what your goals are. Nobody parents, no two parents are exactly alike. That has been proven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in so many different levels. You know what I'm saying? The people that even are together aren't exactly alike, but they find a way to work together for their differences that they have apart from each other. You know, so when we're talking about building that level of generational wealth, that common goal is much, much bigger than those day-to-day, -day, those, because think about it like this. If you spend a majority of your years at a nine-to-five job and, you know, you put all your time, work, and dedication, and I ain't like, maybe, everybody always says, well, having your own business, or your own thing is for everybody. No, but it should be. You know what I'm saying? And that, yes, that is my opinion. It should be. Starting something on your own should be for everybody. Because after a certain point, this, look, this pandemic showed us exactly what employers are willing to do to retain their workers and what they're not willing to fucking do. This pandemic showed us how beneficial it truly is to start your own shit and keep it going. Yes, a lot of people apply for PPP loans. That's perfectly fine. A lot of people really didn't have a business to begin with. But think about if everybody had a business to start with. Would that PPP loan be that much of a damn crutch? If you already were well equipped to deal with life on that aspect of things. Think about it. They don't teach you nothing about credit in school. They don't teach you nothing about starting your own business in school. They do teach you what you have to write down. If you're going to sit up here and, uh, I don't know. Fill out an application. You get that information. There's nothing wrong with them giving you that information at all. We want to build generational wealth because we're not going to be the only ones here after us. It is not selfish to want to start your own thing so you can give it to others. It is not, you know, wrong to want to do right by the ones you love the most. And if pushing yourself out there, no matter whatever your dream or aspirations is, whatever you feel you will put here on this earth to do, do that to the best of your ability. But on another aspect of generational wealth, I want to speak about is I want to speak about the fact that we also have to build the minds in our kids to be able to appreciate what the tool is they use every day. What the tool is we all use every day. This is green. It's paperback. It doesn't have no real value, but because we all say it does, we just use it with each other. Let's talk about it. Talk about money. You see, money can be fun, but always has to be looked at as the tool. The lessons, the memories, the experiences are what you take with you. Build yourself a point of value within so that the tool that you're using to build on that value can be a friend to you. You see, as far as I'm concerned, physically, money isn't anything. Money buys literally nothing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> if you ever seen Wanderlust, then you know where I'm going with that. <laughs> but no, no, no. The way I look at it is that, you know, as with most tools, as with, you know, scissors, as with a hammer, as with a damn screwdriver, you know what I'm saying? You use it. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't, you can't discredit its usefulness. You just use it because you live in a society that utilizes it heavily. Don't get me wrong. I tell somebody in a heartbeat, like, I don't think one life is worth money, but I will tell you like this. In this life, it's unfortunate we have to use this, but we have to find ways to be able to make sure our kids don't have to go through the struggles we go through to get it. That's why we build generational wealth. That's how we show love to our babies. So, all right. So as we speak about, you know, generational wealth, what helps with generational wealth? You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we'll have these conversations, you know, once in a blue moon among each other, but what truly helps with generational wealth? Well, you know, you find your something, yourself something to really get into. It doesn't matter. It just be, be a simple trade. You know what I'm saying? You build notoriety with that. And you build a really great rapport with people that, you know what I'm saying, you really care about. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be honest with y'all, I have a whole segment on finances and credit coming to my Patreon. But you have to be subscribed in order to hear that. That's There's going to be too much value on that episode for me to just give it out to anyone for free. And I love y'all and I care about y'all, but can't get too deep into that. But I'll say this because I wasn't really planning on this being a really long episode. Um, there's nothing wrong with what you do to maintain your day-to-day -day life. It only matters what you choose to do or choose not to do to sustain your bloodline for a lifetime. We have to get out of a mindset of, it's just us. Our kids have to learn about how to utilize these things. When we gotta build generational wealth. Our kids need this. And we do too. Thank y'all very much for tuning in to this little short episode of the Dirty Podcast. If you want to see me get deeper or more in-depth, you got to tune into the episode that's going to come on my Patreon, www.patreon.com slash D-O-W-3-T-Y. Come get in, get value, leave out with gems. That's how we do that. We, we're going to open the value vault, the value vault for you. That's what we're going to do. We call it the value vault. Come join us in the value vault on my Patreon. See y'all later.